welcome to today's episode of The Outlook by Brooke. Now, things are kind of starting to shift. I don't know if you guys are noticing, but um, I feel like things are almost more peaceful in the air today. Um, Now, that may just be me, but I feel like the things that are happening today are literally just puzzle pieces falling into place, which makes me super at ease and super calm no crazy false flags or anything like that um but let's start off with this uh the election software ceo that was arrested was given a five hundred five hundred thousand dollar bond over a massive data breach um this is hugely significant because this is something that anybody and everybody can look up. And it also shows that there is actual um, repercussions for treason, for voter fraud, for um, even just like being a part of the coup that was against um, our constitutional freedoms, our rights and privileges to vote. Um so that makes me really excited. I kind of hope in the future, although I'm confident that that court case has been done um, at least a year ago, but now it's being played out in real time. I hope that this is something that gets um, actual airtime, you know, and people get to watch the entire thing from beginning to end in the courtroom. Secondarily, um, you know, We, or not we, Biden had begged um, Saudi Arabia to halt um, all issues with oil, basically, until after the midterms. Well, Saudi Arabia is already a pretty, um, pretty financially stable country. And fiat currency is based a lot on oil and gas, which they have a lot of, but they have chosen to join BRICS, um, which will turn their money gold back, which will make them absolutely untouchable to the world, which, hey, I'm all for it, because Ben Salman is good friends with Trump, so feels like a very comfortable move for them to put themselves in a comfortable position financially. Also, um, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, it was on Twitter, Zero Hedge put that NATO kicks off nuclear war games on Monday. And Elon Musk retweeted it and said, practice makes perfect. Again, this is literally just more pieces of the puzzle coming together. Elon Musk is literally like one of the pieces on the chessboard. So him moving more propaganda towards nuclear seems comfortable to me because we, I... And Anon's Patriots, we know the plan. We've got this. So, this is more so for normies to wake up. Um, now, Kanye West is kind of pulling a Donald Trump, or maybe you can even say that um, he's pulling an Elon Musk. He is ready to buy um, free speech platform Parler. I purpose I personally like the idea of having all of our social media handed over to people who believe in free speech and who are um friends or friends with or friends of Trump because it 
He's got a way of making his enemies do what he wants. So can you imagine this way that he would have over his friends? I don't know if you guys remember, but he actually was a huge Trump supporter. And now he is being pretty much blackballed from everything because he is finally allowing his free speech to be heard. Which is kind of crazy that he's being blackballed because free speech is literally you know, in the Constitution, it's one of the main things in the Constitution. So, um, I would be excited to see him take control of Parler, even though it is technically already a free speech platform. Um, it'll put a face with it, and it'll kind of give us a little bit more peace of mind and guarantee with how that platform will be run, that it's not going to be sold out to mainstream media eventually, kind of like DuckDuckGo is. Um, speaking of mainstream media, though, Texas border agents, they seized over 1 million in fentanyl. Now, the photo was uploaded, and some of the packaging actually has CNN's logo on it. Now, I'm sure that there's more to the story. Was CNN funding it? Was it being shipped to CNN? Like, what is actually going on? Nevertheless, it's, um... it's, you know, inalienable. It's definitely tied together. Um, Mainstream media, these big drug lords. um, The narrative is all being given down by a handful of people anyways, and those people do business um, with different types of um, drug companies, pharmaceutical and illegal. So, also... um, The UK is warning for blackouts because it's supposed to get really cold. Um, Now, this is saying, like, you know, it could be really cold for, like, pretty much January through February. They could have rolling blackouts. But I think that this is more of just, like, a setup of if they have blackouts um, coming real soon. Now, mind you, blackouts could be used for... Um, swapping over to Starlink, it could be used for major arrests, it could be used for clearing out dumps and not wanting anyone to see, um, because those things, obviously, they're very high clearance, but either way, it seems like they are cleaning house now that the castle is officially cleaned in the UK. Now they said that the Pentagon, the Pen- uh, Pentagon is considering paying for Starlink for Ukraine. And I have to say I'm really not shocked considering we've given them how much already. And you know, Elon Musk is saying that he's not paying for it anymore, so somebody has to. Maybe our government will. And I don't know if that was a sarcastic comment, but they're definitely thinking about it. And I think that if they give the Pentagon the option to weigh um if Ukraine should be given the funds or if the Pentagon should pay for Ukraine to have um, Starlink. What exactly will we be getting out of this? Absolutely nothing because Ukraine doesn't do anything for us anymore. Our politicians, closed banking systems in Ukraine are now exposed and all of their legal deals um, with human trafficking, their deals with... um, bio labs, just all these negative things. So I don't really see us getting anything out of that deal. If they do pay for Starlink, wouldn't be surprised if they did approve it. 
But I do think that if there's any deep state rats left in the Pentagon, that this is a perfect plan to just really figure out who they are. And, um, you know, there's obviously still a war going on, and um, Belarus has kind of joined in now. I think that this is kind of going to be the nail in the coffin for Ukraine, which has been needed to be done a long time ago. Putin's just been really, honestly, very um, careful and slow with everything that he does in Ukraine. He definitely could have annihilated, taken it over, bombed it, whatever, and it wouldn't have drawn out this long, but his intention is not literally to go in there and just start messing stuff up. And also, would you mess something up if you really wanted to own it? So, I don't know, just something that goes through my mind. But he is kind of saying that there should be a war declared on all Western democratic, you know, governments and countries and blah, blah, blah. And I can understand because so many people have tried to put, um, you know, embargoes and tariffs and all this good stuff against um, Russia and all of their goods and their exports. And he's literally just doing what's best for the world and being penalized for it. So, he's tired of his economy suffering for um, exposing and cleaning out what's left of the deep state. And speaking of deep state, let's go to our White House for a minute. Our press secretary said, quote unquote, Donald Trump's comments were anti-Semitic. We need to root out anti-Semitism everywhere as it rears its ugly head. Now, I want to remind you guys that a lot of our deep state guys are, um, they're Jewish, but not like Messianic Jews. They're like, uh, they could, like a Kazarian mafia, um, Zionist Jews. They are very much one world government, very much deep state. They do very nefarious things. And if indeed Donald Trump's comments have ever been anti-Semitic, it is literally only because he knows what these people are doing behind closed doors. As always, you guys can follow me on Truth Social at Brooke Petrie.